and welcome to Salt Cravings! <laughs> I am Brianna the Vampire! Ow! I'm clear! <laughs> the werewolf! Yes! Yes, this is my friend, Claire the werewolf! And we are here today to give it's, you... It's, it's werewolf, a, please. That's, it's, sorry, uh, my friend... Sorry, sorry, it was werewolf, was it? Were, werewolf, that, yes. Right, okay. <laughs> the werewolf, Claire! Woo, oh. We are here today to give you a podcast that will give you a fright! Are you... Are you... Wait, do you roll... Do vampires roll their arms? The teeth make it like really kind oh, of like I it see. just makes it really easy to do it. So yeah, like I okay. kind of do it accidentally sometimes. Right. It's not really part of like my na- my accent, but it it is. A- okay. Anyway, <laughs> it is Halloween upon the day which we are recording this, which is why this is a Halloween episode, despite the fact that it is being released several days after Halloween. Oh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna howl this whole episode. Oh. <laughs> I hope you can understand. It's the song of my people. Uh, yes, I of course I understand your howling completely as vampires and werewolves are, as we know, natural allies and friends. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> I mean, my uncle's like half vampire. Oh, well, my, my aunt's half werewolf. Maybe your aunt is secretly my uncle. That'd be wild, dude. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> scarier things have happened on Halloween. Welcome to Salt Cravings. Welcome to Salt it's Cravings. It's a Halloween episode. We're we vibing. Do. We're having a great time. We can't go outside. It's fine. We are bummed. Now, mm-hmm. I let's get it out of the way. Yeah. Because I suspect it's going to come up in some of our cravings. Probably. We are bummed. We're sad. That it, COVID is happening, mm-hmm. just in general, but especially because right this now. Halloween is the perfect opportunity. The perfect Halloween. It's a Saturday. It is a it is a uh, a blue moon, like a uh-huh. full, it's a full blue, it's a full moon, a blue moon. It's, it's a Saturday. It's, it's super a nice day. outside. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, it's the perfect opportunity for a good Halloween. I wanted to get hollowed out, and unfortunately I cannot. But we, you know what? We're going to put that spirit up to a hundred. I thought you were going to say, put that spirit up your anus, up your butt. Nope. We take the spirit inside of you. I mean, I support people fucking ghosts. I have not fucked a ghost. (laughs) Um, Would you fuck a ghost, Brianna? I mean, yeah, if I knew the ghost, if the ghost and I were like, you know, like vibing and stuff. Like if we could communicate really well and like mm-hmm. ensure consent and all of that. Cause that's the thing with the ghosts is right. If, like you gotta be able to communicate with them. If you, if you were just reading in your bed one day and you looked up and there was just a ghost at your door right. and it was just sort of like, uh, like making gestures at you. What, would you like invite it in? Would you be like, all right, yeah, yeah. Come, come sit on the bed, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, like, sure. I mean, well, here's the question. Is the ghost hot? Is the ghost hot? Sure. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Come sit on the bed. I mean, I you would know, invite the them in, no matter what. the ghost is extremely hot, but... but it doesn't have a head. Fine. Whatever, you know? All right. Who who has heads, you know? Yeah. I was trying to think of, like, 
what is the least amount of ghost that you need? And I don't want to think about that anymore. So but... let's get into the cravings. <laughs> let's get into the cravings. <laughs> Claire, won't you please give me your first craving? So as much as I, uh, we could just take this to fucking a ghost, my first craving is to befriend a ghost. And okay. I mean, if you that are- That feels like a good first step. Sometimes if you fuck someone, they become your friend. Just saying. <laughs> I've never experienced this before in my life. So if we fuck a guy... All right, craving solved. Next. <laughs> well, hang on. Let's let's talk through this one a little bit. Yeah. Um. So so here's the thing about befriending a ghost. Actually, yeah. do you want to say more about this craving, or is it just is it just pretty clear cut? It's pretty clear. I want to befriend a. I just think having a ghost who is your friend is a very cool. You can brag about it at like your work or at school, and b very useful because when no one believes you, you can you can be like ghost, go murder them, and then everyone yeah. will believe me. That feels like maybe not the best way to make that happen. I feel like there's better ways, but I get... I, you can tell them to haunt them instead. You just like, well, you could be like, oh, go go throw their underwear around the room. And then when they come and they're like, oh my God, Claire wasn't lying. Claire knows a ghost. Everyone's like, you, oh great. You're in on the joke now too. That's you cool. You could just That's get nice the ghost to appear in front of them. Well, this is, but what if the ghost is shy? That's a good question for how to befriend a ghost. Is like, what if the ghost is shy? You know? Mm. Um, Was Casper the Friendly Ghost shy? It's been probably a decade since I watched that movie. Not that I remember, but like, boos are shy. That's true. Boos are shy. So you... <sighs> we, have a, we have a basis for shy ghosts. If you befriend a boo, will the boo let you look at it? We don't know because I don't think Mario's ever tried to befriend a boo. Wow, Mario sucks. But, oh, actually we might know because, yeah, Mario's never tried to befriend a boo, but yeah. I bet that boos have been around other, like, Bowser's minions and they don't, like, go oh. all shy. They only go all shy when Mario looks at them. So, like, theoretically they could be friends with all of Bowser's other minions and, like, they're not affected by that. They're, yeah. they're, they're fine with showing that. So, like, I think, yes, you know, much like shy living people. If you look at them, they run away. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Unless you're friends with them, in which case they don't. To me, the biggest difficulty with trying to befriend a ghost is communication. How do you start it, right? Like, how do you, how do you start, start the communication? Yeah, like, yeah. how do you, do you bring a ghost to you? Do you go to the ghost? Like, do you go to a graveyard? Or 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 do you kind of set up a, a, a pentagram in your house? Everyone's got, I think, a different idea of exactly how one would contact a ghost. Some people go the ritual route. Some people go with Ouija boards. Some people go with the goddamn sound things. Sonar? No, the Appletator thing. Oh, Appletator. Um, <laughs> that's fine. That that video is linked in the description below. Go have a look. But that sort of thing, right? Like, there's every all these different theories about it. It's all difficult to, like, okay, you have to interpret what the ghost is saying, you know? Right. We need, like, a spirit box, which is the thing you were thinking of. Yes, thank you. Or we need some way to directly communicate, right? Is there some way that we could directly communicate with a ghost without needing this hmm. kind of middle ground that we need to interpret instead of having tools we we kind of need a ghost that can communicate then because uh, unless we need to learn to speak ghost wait do you think ghosts speak like a different language 
if you count a different language as like speaking at a different frequency and or different plane of existence, then right. maybe. I see. I have an idea. You know how it's really easy to communicate and deal with ghosts is if you can turn into a ghost. Danny Phantom, baby. <laughs> we're doing it. Oh, shit. I thought you were just going to suggest I murder myself. No, 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 no. No, because you got to still be alive because you got to still be, you know, it's oh. got to be, you got to have both. So right? we just need like parents who are ghost researchers was that the plot and make a ghost teleporter even, i don't even think it has to be parents i think it can be just mm. like if we make one we just make and then we teleporter. cause an accident right, right. we and I'm let's be real that. we're going to cause an accident i know yeah. like there's not mm. like a world in which like we oh yeah we made this we did thing, it perfectly there's gonna be nothing that goes wrong uh-huh yeah what if we steal the large hydron collider and then just use that to open a ghost portal. Because everyone Great, thought that they yeah. were going to open a black hole, which is basically the same yeah. as a ghost portal. I mean, yeah, for sure. That, that yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah, if we just slam enough ghost particles together, I think we'll open a ghost portal. I mean, I bet that like a lot of the stuff of the, the Hadron Collider isn't even necessary. So we could just like make our own at home. Like a homemade mm. Hadron Collider. We could just like look at the plans. I do know how the Large Hadron Collider works. It's a bunch of magnets. It's a bunch of very big magnets. And if I know anything... We can pick magnets up from, like, the dollar store. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Is an ECG the thing that's a bunch of magnets that you slide a person into? Uh, MRI? MRI. I think it's MRI. We just need, like, three MRI machines. That's it. That's easy to get. Get a couple of magnets, right? Like, pick them up. And then eventually they will become part ghosts. Remove the the chair or the table or the lying down part from one of the MRI machines and sort of just slide it together so you're just completely in it. And then have the, the, the thing slide in and out real fast, but you never actually come out. I think if yeah. you just vibrate enough, right? If you just move yeah. enough, if you vibrate, you will phase. That's That's like ghost lingo so i think i think you'll just phase into the ghost realm or become a ghost we only want to become half ghost well you want the ability to like change between being a ghost and being alive like at will what if we bring the ghost into being a human what if we make the ghost half human here's my concern with that we first have to like make sure that the ghost is down with this we have to like get them into the machine we have to know that they're in the machine right and this comes back to our original problem like how do you communicate with ghosts if you just, like, turn it on and leave it on for uh, a few days, I imagine the, the ghost energy output will be so high that a ghost will just kind of wander into it and, and be like, ooh, I feel all tingly. I'm getting some skin back. Ooh, I'm only, like, 50% skin now. I think I'm right. good. Um, and then we can touch the ghost. But I feel like it's a better bet for you to become half ghost because then you can talk to all of the ghosts versus just this one ghost. What if we just give half of our human in exchange for half of the ghost and then we both become half human, oh. half ghost. And now we are we can like fuse the ghost and the human. Kind of like a deal trade like a, thing. Yeah, yeah, like a Power Rangers thing, but with ghosts. Have you seen, like, the Power Ranger poses recently? They're very good. No. It's just sort of, like, wiggling your hands around and then striking a pose. And that's what you and the ghost are doing. Yeah, we're just gonna do that back to back. We're gonna become ghost-hunting ghost humans. Yeah. And we're gonna give our co-workers uh, a scare. It's you two, your buds, half-ghost, half-human buds forever, you know? Yeah. What's, what's the squad called? 
Spectre Squad. Hmm. Call it Phasmophobia. Phasmophilia. Uh, is there something with like duo with like the two of you? Like Duo Lingo. <laughs> the Duo Lingo. Yep, that works. Nope. <laughs> that that one's in use already, my friend. We're we're reclaiming Duolingo. We're gonna fucking we're gonna kill the owl. Alright, stars again. <laughs> The first use of my ghost powers is to murder an owl. <laughs> also, when you're a ghost, you can absorb things from people that you kill. I don't know if you knew that, but that's how it works. Oh, this is so good. I'm excited to absorb everyone's money. Love it. Redistribute the ghost wealth. <laughs> <laughs> now the ghosts will be in charge of the free market. Take that, humans. Ghost capital. <laughs> Do you have a scary craving today? Is it scary? Is it like... Is it spooky? It's, it's a Halloween-y craving. As many people know, Halloween music exists. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's I'm so... Hey, can I just segue? Just a brief kind of off to the side. I'm really bad at introing my cravings. It's like one of my worst skills. Um, it just so never makes sense. So this thing exists in the world that we live in. So, you know how... Uh, <laughs> Wood exists? Well, like termites. Like, God, <laughs> it just, it's so fucking stupid. The thing about Halloween music is I find it generally falls into two categories. It One falls is, into a because it's fall, because it, it's yeah, the fall. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Good one, yeah, good one. Yeah, uh-huh. um, one is stuff that's really trying to be spooky, scary, mm, like... The uh, Monster Mash. No, that's the other type. <laughs> Uh-huh. The yeah. other type is corny spooky, right? It's like spooky, scary skeletons and monster mash and that sort of thing. Where does Thriller fall? Thriller's a good example of the... I guess they're... I guess technically this is the third type. Because I... This is my Aha, favorite. I've broken your binary. You have. But my the third type is actually what I want more of. Which oh, okay. is Halloween pop. Which is oh, Kim Petrus. Yeah. Which Kim is, Petrus, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I'm going to just briefly play 30 seconds of In the Next Life by Kim Petras. I can be saved, and in the next life they'll remember me. Remember me. I'm the greatest God created. I'm a sickness. I'm contagious. I'm a demon, power tripping, on the mission, and vindictive, suffocating, exterminating, and I love that, every second. God, it's been a bit since I've listened to Kim. Yeah, Kim's music is very good. This song is one of my, one of my favorites on her, her Halloween album. I mean, this song is great because the vibe is, I am evil and going to kill you, and also, <laughs> this is a bop. Um, and that's the vibe that I love, is like, I want a bop, I want it to be like, cool as hell, and just danceable, and also for it to be like, I'm a demon, power tripping, cut you open for entertainment, which I think is just great. She does a Halloween album every year, which is such dedication. Yeah, I don't know that she did one for this year, but it's not on Spotify. Darn. She did, like, tease something on Twitter Definitely. or something. So she did, like, the Turn Off the Light Volume 1, and then she did, like, a full album, Turn Off the Light. 
Um, <laughs> shout out to that song from that, also Death by Sex, which is just a very good <laughs> Halloween title. Fuck the ghost until it's your friend. Yeah, basically. Mostly, I just wanted to be like, listen to listen to Kim Petrus's. Shout uh, out to Kim Petrus. Yeah. <laughs> Little known artist, Kim Petrus. But so yeah, this is a shout out to Kim Petrus. And also like, make more pop music like this around Halloween. I like, I get the vibe of corny Halloween or creepy Halloween. You know, I get it. Listen to your, listen to your Halloween soundtrack. Like, go for it. But what if we all just bopped? Which I think is Kim Petrus, which is Thriller. Do we make the, like, we could take all the silly ones and remix them, because I know, I know oh there's, like, a scary, God. spooky skeleton, like, hardcore dance beat out there. I've definitely heard it. Yeah, this feels like a thing that is, like, probably exists on TikTok somewhere, because TikTok loves to do that shit. Uh, they love <laughs> to do remixes of, of these sorts of things. Um, mm-hmm. You know what's going around on TikTok, by the way, right now is the fucking no combination Taco Bell and Pizza Hut meme. Um, what? You know that song? I don't know the song. I know the meme. I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the Taco Bell. I'm, I'm at, the, at combination the combination Pizza Taco Hut and Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, I didn't realize a, it was a song, but Yeah, it's uh-huh. a song from many, many years ago at this point, or like early 2000s, I think. But it's it's become a meme again on TikTok. So I bet that there are people who have remixed all the things i mean there's a there's a ghostbusters remix that whips stuff like that what do you think would be the best halloween horny song to remix into like some sort of dance music immediately my brain was like phantom of the opera yeah uh-huh <laughs> i'm just thinking phantom of the opera by god what's his name that did that video where he's in the mask complaining about parking his boat for the uh yeah the uh, winter chris fleming yeah we need chris fleming doing some pop songs about phantom, phantom of, the of the opera is a really good pull for like a halloween song that should absolutely be remixed I would like to see a remix of the Luigi's Mansion theme. I'm looking now at my Halloween playlist from a couple of years ago and looking at those songs, I'm going to share it with you because you also added songs to this playlist. Oh, I remember this Um, playlist. Yeah. This was back when we could do parties. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. I'm just looking at songs on here. Oh, Goosebumps. That would be good. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Rocket by Gorillaz. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ooh, yeah. It's a good call. Um, did, did you add that or did I add that? Let me see. You, you did, added it. This is one that also Ash added to. That's very funny. The three mm-hmm. of us made this playlist together. I don't know that I want to remix You're Dead by Norma Tanega, but I also just want to shout out that song as being a very good one. That's the intro song to What We Do in the Shadows. I, I like that you have Pokemon Flow Lavender Town remix on here. Listen, I was already vibing with this with this idea. So like, it, yeah, it seems like you've solved your it's like rediscovering this playlist is like the answer. Uh, my thing you is, want more, you we want can we can remix all of them, you know. Like, I want to see where's that dance beat monster mash remix, you know. I that bet it probably exists. exists. Yeah, uh huh. This is a good genre of Halloween music, and I crave mm-hmm. it. Every I crave year. it. Yeah, the corny stuff. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's fun. It was funny the first five times. I get it. Those skeletons are scary and they're spooky, and I get it. Yeah, I get dance. it. It sounds like it's like ooh, you know, whatever. I think we should make Halloween music also good to listen to that's my take (laughs) damn i mean listen i'm gonna keep it fucking real with you i'm tired of hearing spooky scary skeletons i don't think it's a very good song i will never get i will never get tired of it 
if you have a version of Scary Spooky Skeletons, send it to me. I want to hear it. I feel that way about a lot of Halloween music that's like supposed to be funny and corny. It's like, okay, I get the joke. I got the meme. We did the meme. Good job, everyone. Can we make it sound good now? It's fine. But, you know, I'm just saying, what if we had a dance beat? I'm going to take this from being a collaborative playlist and then I'll probably make it public. So y'all can listen to the playlist that I created once upon a time. Werewolves in London. Um, That's a good song. I've never listened to it. I just like the name. You got a bop on Halloween. Zombie by the Cranberries. Yeah, I'm just... We just have good taste. We just, yeah, huh? And then there's the Twilight Zone. (laughs) Which you added. Oh, good. Yeah, uh uh-huh. I I have good taste, too, then. (laughs) Yep. Anyway, Halloween music, make it bop. Speaking of uh, werewolves in London, sometimes I just get the craving to howl at the moon. Do you ever just look at the moon and you think, God, she's pretty, and you just want to, like, scream at the moon? Just, like, full force. Sometimes I'll be looking at my computer and I'll just open up this app that we're using to talk on. Um, and I'll just, like, uh-huh. just be like, Discord, I'm howling at the moon. What? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not know that song? I don't know. Discord, Discord, I'm howling at the moon, living tombstone. No idea. Is it a Halloween bop? Is it a pop song? It's a... Um, mm-hmm. It's based, I think, in My Little Pony. Um, okay. Which is why Interest- I'm surprised oh you've never heard of it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you liked My Little Pony, right? Didn't you? Oh, I've definitely heard the song. Wow, this version rules. That's why I ha- I didn't realize what you're saying because the character's name is Discord and the character talks about howling at the moon. I'm pretty sure. And and yeah, I watched like five seasons of My Little Pony because everyone who's talked about it, who's seen it, is like, yeah, it's a good show. And genuinely, mm-hmm. it is until the fandom gets its hands on it and then it's a show for the fandom that doesn't exist anymore because the show is over that's not how fandoms work i'm just telling myself the fandom is gone because it's better that way that was my joke about uh howling yeah but uh yes i understand the moon is great and we love her i'm gonna turn into discord from my little pony and just howl at the moon I thought that joke was going in a completely different direction. I thought you were going to be like, sometimes I just pull up a picture of the moon and howl at my computer. That's a very good way to howl at the moon. How do we solve this craving of howling at the moon? Well, we can make the moon permanently full. What if? Uh Uh-huh. The end of the thought. (laughs) Okay. All right. I see this. I get it. I do have some concerns about this one. Yeah. First one is the tides. Because as we know, the tides are you know, dependent on the moon. Right, they're Based dependent on the moon's location, but not on the moon's luminescence. Are they not in some way dependent on the phases of the moon? Right, but the phases of the moon are also dependent on the moon's location. So you see how we associate the phases of the moon with the tide. Right, so what we need is like a giant spotlight. Right, so we just need a giant spotlight that can be pointed up at the moon. And it takes about eight minutes for light to get from here to the moon. Or it's four minutes and it's eight minutes for a round trip. I don't remember exactly. But we just need an extremely powerful spotlight. Kind of like Batman. My question here, kind of the major question that I've got is like, where are we putting it? And how big does it have to be? Put it on the moon. That's not gonna work. No, that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. 
Where's, like, something that we would like to see, like, destroyed in the world? Can we put it, like, where the White House is? <laughs> or the, or the, par- you know what? Or the fucking Parliament of Canada or something. I love these ideas. I love both of these. I Oh, wait. This is great. This is great. Because my problem was that the moon moves, right? If we put it in only one location, we're not always going to be able to light up the moon. And so what I propose is we destroy all the buildings that represent government across the world, and we just replace all of them with giant spotlights. That way... With enough of them, because there's so many governments, as we know, and they all definitely have buildings associated with them. And we all definitely would like to destroy all of them. There's definitely no government building that we should be cautious about just, uh, you know, just coming in and being like, well, we're destroying this now. Oh, I mean, I'm not worried about the repercussions. If we get all rid of all of them simultaneously, like, who's gonna stop us? We won. (laughs) 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 We beat the government. So... All of them. <laughs> Checkmate governments. Uh-huh, sure. Yeah, let's just go in and be like, sorry, we're destroying your government building. And everyone will be like, okay, I guess. If this I've learned is fine. anything from video games, is if you beat the boss, all the minions die too. So if you destroy the government <laughs> building, I'm pretty sure the government just goes away. Yeah. Okay, so we destroy all the government buildings and replace them with spotlights. Mm-hmm. Um and they're gonna be big spotlights. They're pretty big, uh-huh. So, like, do we have, like, a coordinated worldwide effort, like, to turn on the spotlights, to aim them? Yeah, I mean, I think maybe the spotlights are affected by the the tidal pull of the moon as well. We got some tidal spotlights. Where are we getting the materials to build the spotlights? Who's in charge of running them? Do we have some sort of worldwide... Is the UN's new job to run the spotlights that shine on the moon? Because let's be real here... The stuff that they're doing basically has no impact anyway, so we could just <laughs> give them that job, and then they would have an actual impact do on, something. The, on the world. Uh-huh, yeah. Or rather, on the moon. I was trying to like be like, how do we get this even more effective, right? Because that's so much energy we have to output that's just to thing, like you know? light it up, right? Now, I did say originally, put it on the moon, and it was like, oh, that's not going to work. But what if we have something orbit the moon? Okay. We, yeah, uh-huh. Right, okay, yeah, 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 I'm following, I'm following. If we got sort of a, a big a big light that was maybe transparent, curved glass, yeah. you know all those Apple buildings? So we're going to deconstruct those Apple buildings, take their curved glass right. and, and, bu- and build sort of a curved glass spotlight. So it's sort of, we're going to encase the moon, sort of like a museum item with a bunch of spotlights shining inwards we're gonna give the moon a shell we're gonna turn the moon into an egg right and then people could like look up and they Mm -hmm. could be like what's up with the moon and then someone would be like oh that's no moon that's a space station is that another you got the whole squad laughing (laughs) 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 i just think this would work i think Uh, the moon would become an egg All those, moon all is those, an egg. Uh, moon is an moon egg. Is an egg. Moon is an, an egg, egg within an egg. I think that the, this kind of moon egg, this sort of Meg, would be like, <laughs> I think, uh, just like a uh-huh. good symbol for her us. Her name all is Meg. At. Please respect her. My one concern with this is like when we howl at this moon, mm-hmm. we, d- does it get through does the she moon? Howl right? Back. Can it get? Well, okay. Well, we can <laughs> talk about both of these. No. My thing was. <laughs> Does it get through to the moon through the glass, right? Or is, does the glass, oh, like, huh. right? Like, that's my concern. Is I don't want the glass to reflect 
the howl back at us because that would just be very loud. Yeah, that would be very, very loud. We want the moon of... to be able to absorb the howl. Because sound does travel through space, so we wouldn't really have to worry about that part. So once... what if? What if? <laughs> uh huh. I have an idea. We just have to make a giant kind of thing, some sort of building, like a uh, almost like a <laughs> castle type thing. Um, okay. And we could have it just go from the earth to the moon, right? And it could absorb <laughs> the howls and like give them to the to the moon, right? And it would sort of be a howls moving castle, and it was. <laughs> So what's your next craving? <laughs> so as we know, this year... As all of us know. We all know. We all know this. I've, I'm always saying this. Um, <laughs> um, Halloween is not really happening this year, which is a bummer. One of the reasons it's a bummer is just for me personally... I have so many ideas for costumes. Specifically, I have so many ideas for couples' costumes with my girlfriend. Um, but in general, <laughs> lots of costume ideas. Um, uh -huh. And I don't have anywhere to, like, show them off. And so, like, we're just sort of skipping this year. So remember, because oh. we have so many. And yeah. that means that, like, we need more opportunities to do, like, costume things. So, like, Claire, my question here, my, my craving here, is to find some opportunities to put together costumes and like show them off despite the fact that we're all quarantined this year we need these opportunities you know maybe we need to make some new holidays host some like digital parties or something tap into one of our like you know second lifestyle ideas i mean does second life work because then it's not you wearing the costume That's is that good thing. enough no, it has to be you wearing the costume, but it has to account for the fact that you can't be in the same room as people. Mm. Ash and I are currently quarantining from each other as well. In general, when I think about, oh yeah, how do we do costumes right now, you know? It gets very difficult. And how do we make up for the fact that Halloween, you know, has not happened in the same way? There haven't been Halloween parties in the same way. Do you have, do you have thoughts about how to solve this one? My first thought was like holograms, but that's too easy. That's... Yeah, that's like so. I feel like I feel like we need on salt cravings for a bit, at least like a a a ban on a ban robots, on the easy stuff. chemicals, <laughs> robots, chemicals, sci-fi, high tech particles, nonsense. juices, stuff like that. <laughs> no juices um, on salt cravings. We can't put a ban on necromancy because we did, in fact, just do necromancy this episode. Does it count as necromancy if we yes. also die? Yeah, okay. Yes. What? Probably. Yes, of course it does. <laughs> necromancy involves sacrifices, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Haven't you ever necromanced before? In Elder Scrolls Online, absolutely. Shout out to this video game. Please play with me. I want more people to play this video game with me. But let's get you costume situated with your girlfriend. This is the most important part, right? It's the like couple's costume aspect because I've gone dressed up. I guess not a couple's costume, but like you can have a cu couple's costume with your friends, right? W can we just establish totally. that? All right, yeah. Group okay, costumes, so I've only done group a, costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've only done like a couple's costume like once. I was Danny from the Adventure Zone, Amnesty, and our, our friend Charlie was- You are forgetting um, another time. Aubrey. It was Aubrey. What is the time that I was forgetting? Team Rocket. Oh, yeah. Wow. I've definitely blocked that out of my memory. <laughs> 
you have done them before. But yes, mm-hmm. the, the Danny and, and Aubrey one. The Danny and Aubrey one was really good. You did that for the for the Adventure Zone live show, right? For the Adventure Zone, yeah. I guess we all kind of did that, right? Because we all dressed up. I dressed as Loop for that. That was fun. It was a good time. Oh, yeah. So you were from a completely different universe. It's fine. You know, there's lots of dimensional shit happening. Yeah. I mean, that was seasons. that was a Halloween episode we went and saw. That was the, the we did. Dracula episode that they later released. That was really did fun. we go for Halloween? Is it that was, what we I did? I think it was like September? Was, wasn't it? Because they released it for October. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe we need more cosplay conventions. Because those are but happening now. But here's the now. thing. Some things that I want for our new kind of cosplay conventions. One, mm-hmm. I want really obscure shit. Uh, the one that we were going to do for this year and probably will end up doing next year is uh, Friends of the Table costume. So, was it like, Samant and Samothy's? No, it was actually Malguin and Castile. God um, damn it. <laughs> uh-huh. The, the point is, we need some really obscure fandom representation there, really. And the second thing that's important to me is that it's COVID safe, which no convention can be right now, <laughs> unless it's completely online. My favorite part of anime conventions is that they are commonly referred to as Petri dishes, and they opened up and they started again. I think I've gone to, like, a convention, like, maybe once or twice. Anime conventions and, like, those types of conventions sound like an absolute fucking nightmare. So, like, how do we do a COVID-safe convention with room for all our weird, obscure fandoms? So it has to be outside. As, as you know, more information has come out, we can, we know that, like, outside events are actually relatively safe. It's gotta so be a lot we, of distance. Yeah, I mean, with enough space, you know, there's distance, and so we have to be outside. I have an idea immediately for a setting. So we go out to, like, I don't know, Chilliwack or something. For folks who aren't local, that's, like, a, out in the out in the more the rural boonies. areas, you know? We go out into an open field. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. The end? We set up some tents. Okay. Oh, camping! Con camping! It's a camping convention, but it's just, again, and I cannot stress this enough, it's just in an open field. There's stuff set up super far apart. Yeah, we need, like, a big, like, sports field where everyone sort of, like, gathers in a giant circle and looks at each other, but, like, really far away. Gotta bring out a bunch of, like, mics and speakers and shit. BYOM, bring your own mic. Here's another idea. You know how they're doing, like, concerts but in cars and, like, doing drive-in movies and shit? Mm, mm Mm-hmm. What if we did a convention, but everyone's in cars, and you dress up not only yourselves, but your cars? (laughs) Uh, That's very good for the car, but how do you see the people in the car? It's like Wonder Woman's invisible plane where you press the button and the car goes invisible. You could climb out through the sunroof if it has a if it has a sunroof and sit on top of the car. I everyone's don't know. Everyone's just sitting on their car. Hey, here's my ideas for conventions: an open field or everyone's inside their cars. <laughs> we're just gonna have a bunch of these. We're gonna we're just gonna become event organizers over the next months for only conventions and repeatedly, just so you can show off all your ideas. I think becoming uh, event planners and planning conventions immediately with no experience is a really good idea. Um, I have this idea for this thing called DashCon. And- <laughs> we can't bring that up a second time on this podcast. Well, I just want to say, I watched a video recently that went through the history mm-hmm. of how DashCon came to be. I think it's a fantastic video. I'm going to link it in the description. We have a lot of links in this description. Uh-huh. Don't be overwhelmed. They're going to have names and and words associated with them. 
And maybe even timestamps. This is all work Brianna has to do, so I'm just making Brianna do more work. (laughs) Yeah, all right. uh, How's this? I want you to edit in just a bunch of sound effects right now. Just edit in a bunch of sound effects. There you go. We're making more work. There's just going to be sound effects as as we keep talking. Do you have any convention ideas? We don't have to do a convention. If you just want to show off your couple's cosplays, we can just do a, a runway you doing couples cosplays. <laughs> I want to be just us. That sucks, dude. <laughs> but the idea of a runway where everyone shows off their costumes is really cute and fun. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. sure it's been done at lots of Halloween events, but just doing that in a COVID safe way totally feels possible. Yeah, we just have a stage that's a little wider, so you're further away from each other. Now, my one concern about the camping convention, how do we make sure it doesn't turn into a cult? How do you make sure any camping or convention doesn't turn into a cult? The answer is conventions are cults. There's nothing you can do to stop it. You right. have to embrace the cult. Well, so that's my concern. It's like, I don't really want a midsummer situation here. Um, <laughs> you know? So, like, I think we just would need to manage it so that it doesn't become a cult. Because I, we are going to be out in kind of the middle of nowhere, and I'm not sure how much... I guess not in the middle of nowhere if we're going to fucking Chilliwack. But, like, the, if we go farther out, like, especially in BC with all the forests and stuff, we're Spooky really going to be forests. in a situation where we can't super call for help. So that's my concern. So how do we... So we just have to make sure... I guess people do summer camps all the time. I've been to summer camps. We've been to camp out. We, we know what it is. Yeah. That was in the middle of an island. We couldn't escape if we wanted to. We could. Yeah. There were people on standby ready to. But we couldn't escape True. if we wanted to. They was in the middle of an island. It's really just like a a big camp experience, but everyone's just, I guess, in cosplay. We're doing convention shit. Oh, camp out, but it's just cosplay. I think that's just camp okay, out. Here's the thing. Everyone quarantines for two weeks and then you go to an island. Shut the fuck up. Don't fucking. Are you referencing <laughs> the Kim Kardashian thing? Kim Kardashian tweeted. Okay, so fuck rich people. Kim Kardashian tweeted. Um, after two weeks of multiple health screenings and asking everyone to quarantine, I surprised my closest inner circle with a trip to a private island where we could pretend things were normal <laughs> just for a brief period of time. Oh, I remember that. I think I saw, like, a meme of that. And so a bunch of people memed about this and were just, like, posting picture, like, saying this and then posting a picture of, like, The Hunger Games or posting a <laughs> picture of Marielda oh or, like... God. Posting all these pictures of, like, hellscapes and stuff like this, like, and Uh it became a meme. And so really the thing, it seems like the thing that you're suggesting is... We're just gonna steal Kim's island. We're just gonna steal Kim's island, our island now. We're putting all the nerds on it. We're gonna defend it with our lives. Congrats, Kim. You are the keeper of nerds now. Also, the reason why, just in case you were curious, the reason why this is a nightmare and this fucking tweet is a nightmare is you can see in the back that the staff still have to wear masks. Oh my like, god. Oh my god. I hadn't even looked. Th- oh my god. Yes, That's... Th- so they don't count to them. Um, <sighs> we can pretend things are normal because we don't notice the staff. I have seen the one of someone this morning being like, I forced my nurse to dress up as a plague doctor because I thought it would be fun and it would make it more fun and relatable today. I've not seen this. That's a nightmare. This is all a nightmare scenario. Um, My point, (laughs) I guess the point here is we can do this convention in in the middle of nowhere and I think that that's fun, but we're going to have to be very careful to make sure 
that it doesn't become a nightmare scenario. Just right. like any convention, which can very easily become a does. nightmare. Everyone does a first phase of camping. You go out in the woods and you camp for two weeks. This is a publicly funded camping trip. So everyone goes and, and camps for two weeks. And then there's phase two of the camping. You have two weeks to get your costume ready to be camp worthy. And then everyone comes together and we do blood sacrifices and show off our costumes. Sorry, there was like a, I think you mentioned, I you mentioned something there costumes? that I wasn't totally sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I talked so about yeah. the costumes, showing off the costumes. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that sounds good. Oh. Anyways, thank oh. you for listening to our podcast. Oh. This has been Salt Cravings Spooky Edition. You can find us on social media at Salt Cravings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Little slower. Instagram. <laughs> I didn't mean again. Oh my god. Uh, submit your cravings. Uh, did we ever get any Star Wars cravings? People really hate Star Wars, huh? People hate Star Wars. They just don't want to see us do a stream. Dang. Darn. Rip them. You can still submit them if you want. If you really want to see it, submit them Star Wars cravings. But uh, um, if you don't, or normal cravings. Submissions at saltcravings.com is where you would email those or tweet at us. Or honestly, Twitter is the only social media that I check. But you're our social media manager, basically. So I'm I will sure find if you if you comment, if you tweet, if you you know whatever, I will see it. There will be probably even more links in the description to donate to various people in need. Those yeah. people could definitely use your donations. Yeah, you can rate and review us if you want. If I think Google Play is dead. That. I think Google yeah, Play Google is Play's dead. Yeah, Google Play is dead. But Apple like podcasts aren't dead. So yeah, if your if your podcast app has that, rate it and review us. Give us five stars and say that you love how spooky it is. And also talk about cults or something. Just comment that you're excited for DashCon 2. <laughs> Dash, DashCon 2! This time it's spookier! <laughs>
Discord call. Immediately jumping okay. into a recording. So yeah, I yeah. called you and it sounded like, um, no, you called me and it sounded like a woo. I'm looking on Discord. Discord's Twitter. Because it's Halloween. Because we're in Halloween now. Oh, I, I don't doubt they did something. Um, yeah. Oh. Oh, did you get it? Did you hear it? Okay, so so if so, Discord made a tweet that says yeah? you have to oh. refresh your clients to unlock it. That's probably why <laughs> oh, I've not refreshed my client in a bit. Ooh, this is cool. Are you listening to it? Yeah, you called me. I was like, all right, let's do this. And this happened. And I was like, oh, it's Halloween. All right. Yeah, this rules. All right. Well, I gotta I gotta link this in the description. How are you doing? Um, I'm okay. I just finished. I'm kind of on like an energy high. I just finished playing a few rounds of Phasmophobia. Um, that game rules. Uh, that game uh, seems like a lot of fun. I'll never play it, but that seems like fun. So, uh, we're in like a big high school. I've never played a scary game before. Um, yeah. so just as a disclaimer, uh, we were in a big high school, uh, one of the bigger maps in the game. Um, and, uh, I'm in the van I figure out which room the ghost is in because um, there's spirit orbs or whatever. You can see like on the camera, there's little dots and that's evidence or whatever. So I'm like, all right, everybody go to this room. All right. They do that. They set up things. It's not working. The ghost's not coming out. Um, so uh, I go inside um, and someone else, I think uh, Josh and Chance are, are in the, in the, um, in the van watching um, and me and MT are in uh, the room, uh, and the ghost only responds when you're alone. So we're safe as long as we're together. And MT just, le- like, we're like, okay, we're good. We got what we need. We know what the ghost is. We're good. We're leaving. We're done. We're out of here. Um, yeah. And MT leaves just in front of me, just like just like five feet in front of me. Um, and I, I start, I leave the room, and uh, um, I don't know this, but... On the camera that Chance and Josh are watching, I walk, I leave, I pass the camera, and then as I walk into the gymnasium, just this grudge-styled girl just is walking on her hands, just fucking right behind me, basically. And I do not know this. And, And I, like... Um, I get to the front door, and the front door closes, um, as I'm, like, walking up to it. Um, and MT's right in front of me. So I think MT closes the door. I'm like, MT, that's rude. Why would you do that? I think I was being hunted. And I just casually open the door and leave. And my, and my flashlight is just flickering, which means I'm being hunted as I'm outside of the house already safe. Um, uh, or I got outside of the gymnasium already safe. Um, and I'm, and, uh, I get to the van and everyone's like, you about, you were about to be killed. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. I was being hunted. The ghost did close the door on me. I was just, I was so not scared that I just was able to not be murdered. That's so good, dude. Um, oh, so hi- highly recommend this game. I thought I was going to hate uh, the game because I've yeah. never played a scary yeah. game. I don't do scary games. I don't handle scary things very well. Um, but just screaming at the ghost uh, that they are a coward um, and, and <laughs> shit and like things I'm not going to repeat um, uh-huh. for the sake. Like, okay, one thing I will say is like. I can't believe like, you called the ghost a slur. I, uh, what did I, what did I say? I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't actually say a slur. I was just very mean to the ghost. One yeah. of the things was we got a picture of dirty water and I was like, 
what was the ghost name? It was like Donald Brown. I was like, Donald Brown, you can shit in a sink, but you can't show your face. You fucking coward. <laughs> um, so That's really good. Yeah, and it's just I, me and MT shouting at this ghost together. <laughs> I love that. Um, I think you should yell apple tater at the ghost. Apple tater? Why? Oh, have you seen this bit? No. <laughs> it's about Did someone get murdered bit. by yelling apple tater? No, but there's apple apple tater is a BuzzFeed Unsolved moment. Oh, good. Um, the spaghetti ghost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just linking you this now. We're gonna watch okay. This uh, my spooky activity, by the way, for this weekend has been we watched some we watched a double feature last night with the Godzilla crew. Um, mm. of um, watched a double feature of Little Shop of Horrors and House, which is the, the oh you watched like, House. 70s Japanese. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like experimental. Yeah, it's real um, good. That one was wild. That was fun. It made me feel in a way I've never felt before. It's fun. Anyway, do you want to watch this this video? Yeah, I have um, it paused. Do you want to play it at the same time? Yeah, on three. All right. Um, one, two, three. Oh my god. I should become a ghost hunter and hunt Apple Tater. Oh, I just love that bit so much. I think mm. it's the best. I think it's the fucking best. Um, yeah, House also, yeah, House fucking rules. It's a weird one. Little Shop of Horse is also really good. I've never actually seen that one before. I've never um, seen it. It's like the musical about the giant plant that eats people. Oh, no, um, I have seen part of it. I've never seen the full movie, but it's one of those movies where it's just playing on TV and I'm, like, clicking through and I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. Yeah, um, I I enjoyed it. And I, like, I saw found an article or one of the people in, in the group, like, mentioned an article in which someone argues that that's the ultimate, like, T for T couple is the, like, two people <laughs> in that movie. Um, and it's extremely true. It's incredibly true. Um... God, I do not remember yeah. that. All I remember is the fucking singing plant talking about how it's gonna eat people. Yeah, that's a good that's a good singing plant. 